The science of gratitude strengthens our relationships with others. It manages our anxiety, depression, and fear. That doesn't mean that we can throw out the meds if we have a, a, a significant issue with depression or another form of mental illness. That, that doesn't necessarily mean that, but it means that, that gratitude helps us manage anxiety, depression, and fear through body chemistry. <laughs> Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath. Great to be back, as always, with you, and uh, another episode of Life School. What's, the Life School Podcast. What's going on with you and um, uh, that outfit you, <laughs> you had you like for that? Halloween? What was it called? It was called... A plague Doctor. Plague Doctor. I... I've only seen that like on movies. And they're creepy. Creepy. It was awesome. super creepy. You really, you owned that. Yeah. And the kids loved it. And you know, like did you the, just stand by the door scaring everybody handing out the candy? Was that your gig? Yeah. So we were in our awesome. driveway with a fire pit and I just stood like in the, in the driveway, not moving. And it kind of freaked uh-huh. people out, but I was holding a lantern and uh, it was, it was classic. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? I just found it online. So I've been really, for some reason, really into <laughs> plague doctors lately because like you the, said that I thought it was a joke. No, yeah. it's, I'm serious. It's just weird. So my wife's getting mad because every day stuff's showing up on our doorstep with like a plague doctor magnet for the fridge and a plague doctor. Like <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know what I'm doing. Did you ever see that that show The Nick? No. About the super crazy early doctors in New York before like most medicine. Oh, so they no. don't know about antibiotics yet. They don't know. They're pulling everybody's teeth because they have psychosis. They think it's your teeth that causes it. No way! It's, I need to watch that. It's 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 heavy. I'm just I'm not making this as a recommendation. I'm just <laughs> you reminded me of it saying that. Well, so. it's creepy. If you're not a member yet of the Facebook group, uh, <laughs> and you want to see me in my plague doctor costume, yeah, it's worth it. All right, how many how many kids do you have come to your house for Halloween? I mean, like how many how much can you hand so out? So we what bought we started with 1,050 pieces, and each kid gets one. And we were by eight o'clock, we were sold out. Like we we had to turn kids away. So I'd say sixteen ish hundred by the end of the Are you kidding? No. It's cra- like it's crazy. We went through over five hundred pieces and we started like two at first yeah. and then we had to get down to one because we realized, whoa, wait, we're we're cutting through this. <laughs> yeah. And I felt pretty you had that many yeah. kids. Yeah, our neighbor our neighbor gets about three thousand. So 3, it's 000. like you're just like an assembly line. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, and there's no point in closing the door to like Oh I yeah. Mean, it's just a non stop line oh, for my hours. Goodness. Yeah. You gotta get a little do you get any video of that? No, I should. Next year, maybe I will. I told the neighbor that brings all the kids in with her oh displays that she needs to buy goodness. it. That's amazing. Hey, before we dive into today's topic yeah. about gratitude and how it connects to grace and the gospel, I want to um, just let our our friends and family here know uh, that I'm going to be offering a free online workshop on gospel fluency. We talk about that a lot. What is gospel fluency? And it's this ability to know the gospel so well and how it speaks into everyday life. So in fact, that's what it's called, the gospel in everyday life. Yeah. And it's coming up. Not too far from now. It's on Thursday, November 14th. And by the way, if you're hearing this after that date, go to the link anyway, because there might be new dates being offered. So, But right now, uh, this week, it's coming up. It's November Thursday, November 14th. And um, we're going to be talking about what gospel fluency is and how you can grow in and master this language of the gospel, how it speaks into our marriage and parenting and you know hard feelings or awkwardness in life or any sin issues that you're trying to figure out how to address in your life or others, um, what to do uh, in your life and and how to live where your actions don't equal your value. 
Wow. Right. So it's a whole do to be thing we talk about on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how to experience transformation, freedom from sin in your life. Some people are like, man, I've, but I've always had this. It's kind of like a family thing or I've had it since I was young. Whatever. You can be set free from that stuff and, and we can teach you how the gospel speaks into it, actually wow. and displaces it with truth. So anyway, if you want to grab a seat for that on, on the 14th, coming up here, November 14th, Gospel in Everyday Life, go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash workshop. Okay. Okay. 123lifeschool.com forward slash workshop, and you can register for it. It's free training, um, but it will be online. So you're going to want to get your spot and, and you can be there a few minutes before it gets started. All awesome, right. man. Cool. November cool. 14th. Yeah, man. Hey, so today we got a special guest. Why don't you fill us in on uh, on Tracy? Yeah, she's become a good friend of mine and someone whose heart for gratitude has helped me personally grow in gratitude as, as part of my life. And, and sort of ongoing. So mm. her name's Tracy, Tracy Winchell. She has her own podcast called Reboots. Really good, really good stuff. And in, on, the, on the Reboots show, she helps people navigate change in their lives. Hmm. That's what she does. And That's she's cool. got an amazing story. Her backstory is amazing. So like things like job change or loss of relationships or even loss of those we love. Yeah. Like how do you manage that? How do you get through that? And she's an amazing teacher on how we can all grow in gratefulness. And I did a gratitude challenge with her last fall about this time. Okay. And it was amazing, like, what changed for me, not only in my heart, but, like I was saying, like, going forward. Hmm. Like, I felt like it kind of unlocked the ability to be much more of a grateful person and in some deeper ways. And I talked to her a few days ago about how gratitude and grace is all wrapped up in the gospel, and we had a good conversation about it. So um, let's dive into that conversation with with Tracy and I, and then you and I will come back, and uh, we'll kind of give our thoughts, and we'll get into the big three. Cool? Done. There we go. Okay, Tracy, wow, I am so glad to be reconnecting our hearts, but also finally getting you on the Life School podcast. How how are you, sister? What's going on? I know. it's I'm doing well. Uh, as we record this, it's Halloween. We've had a lot of rain here in western Arkansas, and today's a sunny day. It's cold, but uh, we're kind of looking forward to the trick-or-treaters tonight. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you, first off, um, tell us a little bit about how you got started with your Reboots podcast and why you have the specific focus, and I love it, on times of change in people's life, helping people through times of change, and in particular, a focus this month on helping folks find gratitude in their lives. How, how did that end up being sort of your, your focus, both change and now gratitude as well and all that? Cliff Notes version. Yeah. Uh, ever since I was age four, I haven't liked change at all. And in fact, when we moved from Northeast Arkansas to Little Rock when I was four, it made me so mad that I we left my friends and family that I called my dad James for a year. <laughs> so I've always struggled with change. And it's weird because I've always I've changed careers a lot early in life, from broadcast journalist to the financial services industry. And then into public service, uh, I did communications for a a uh, local government. Nice. And in, well, yeah, stressful, <laughs> uh, difficult at times. And in 2016, um, amid some budget cuts, elected officials eliminated my position. So I lost my job after 12 years. I sold my house, moved in with my mom. I launched a consulting business. I didn't like it. And then I launched a podcast knowing full well it was going to take a couple of years to figure out how to make a living. So that's why the change navigation has become a whole big thing. You've just had your I've gone hand on the rudder. Loathing change <laughs> to trying to just roll with it, you know? Yeah. And then what about the gratitude focus? Because you helped me with this. 
Yeah, and and it's it's an evolution. Um, gratitude also has been very difficult for me. And uh, I don't know, probably six years ago, uh, a friend challenged me about this same time to spend the month writing down three things I was grateful for. And I thought that was stupid, honestly. But my friend Haley, who who is younger, but we share the exact same November birthday. And so I felt compelled that what a cheap gift it would be if I would just humor her, right? <laughs> and That's what I did with you too, by the way. No, actually not. No, I'm just saying that, but it, it wasn't. And no, I was engaged. <laughs> I won. It was the Cubs thing. Yeah, it was the Cubs I banner. Know, I know. I had to, I, I'm a Cardinals fan and I had to leave a, a Cubs banner up on my Facebook page for what, a month or two? Yeah, yeah. because because I actually did the, the, the gratitude did. challenge. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so um, that November, I, I accepted Haley's challenge and I was really bad at it, honestly. Uh, so I extended it into December and I, I would write down three things I was grateful for in my day one app. So an app on my phone. And I, I look back and I see that in those 60-ish days, I probably was about 40% proficiency. Right. So I wasn't perfect at it, but I started to notice a difference in my attitude and people started asking me, um, what's different about you? Hmm. How weird is that, Caesar? Yeah. But so I, I, felt, kept going. See, I felt the same, I felt the same thing happening when I was when going through the challenge with you. I felt not only myself changing, but I know it, it was reflected in, in my family and friends were also picking up on it. Like you're not complaining as much. <laughs> you know, so. I know. It's wild. Yeah. And so the the skeptic who was trying to humor a friend, uh I, I became a I became a believer. And so I just kind of started nerding out on the science of gratitude and the scripture surrounding gratitude. Awesome. And that expanded into journaling. I've always been a bit of a journaler, but I wanted to understand the science behind it, the habit behind it, and all of the different ways that, you know, journaling is such a weird word anyway. Yeah. People get all. Yeah, I know. Let's it. call it something but else. <laughs> Re let's do recording, Let, let's, recording grace or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Let's call it getting the, the weird stuff out of our brains, the stuff that's bugging us out of our heads and onto paper, because then it's less scary and we can actually learn from it and untangle our thoughts from our emotions and make better decisions and, and behave in a different way and make different choices. Yeah. That, that, that's all this stuff yeah. is. So the, the other piece of my motivation this time is that, um, the end of September, uh, the cycling community lost a dear, dear man in Arkansas. Uh, and he was a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Jim Krause. And at, at, he, he died in a cycling accident at the Big Dam Bridge 100 ride in central Arkansas. And within hours of his death, um, a cyclist who had only known Jim for about five minutes um, posted a tribute. And it turned out the guy who had known Jim for five minutes had known Jim his final five mm. minutes. Wow. And um, I, I'm... <sighs> It's hard to to describe 
um, without getting emotional, so for, okay. forgive me, but the snapshot of our friend, um, it was filled with gratitude and wonderment, and um, Jim was helping other people up this big mountain, the toughest part of the climb. Yeah. And um, I read some of that. I it, read some of that in either your yeah. emails and Facebook and all. Powerful. Boy, yeah. oh boy, what a legacy. I mean, yeah. just in five minutes to live in such a way that that would be what someone would yep. come away with in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started asking the question, um, is it possible to live a life of intention that gives us a greater opportunity to have someone say that about us during our last five minutes? Were we helping someone else? Were we embracing the moment, um, expressing gratitude and um, just loving the moment. And I think, I, I think there are a bunch of different things that my friend Jim did to get him from a place in his life where he would never have said that about himself, but he became hmm. that guy. And I think gratitude is a, a, a big component of what made Jim, Jim in his final five minutes. And so I guess in some ways, uh, the, the, this gratitude project that I'm working on this month, uh, is, is an expression of gratitude wow. for having known well, Jim. As is often the case, um, on the, on life school, we, we like to define things because sometimes we use a word like gratitude or thankfulness or gratefulness, whatever, and it might not have the depth or we might not be thinking about it the same way. And as, as I was kind of getting ready for our conversation and and thinking about, how gratitude has changed me and is changing me and just the practice of it and all, you know, I wanted to just do, you know, I just want to say this, like gratitude's more than just delighting in a gift that someone gives us or something cool going on in our life. It's more than, it's more than just feeling happy right. that you got something that you wanted. For example, I mean, we can give like a kid, like a toy or, you know, electronic game or something and, and they just rip open the package and like, oh, wow, thanks. You know, and like in our family, we always at Christmas or birthdays, we had to thank everybody, look them in the eyes, hug them and go around the room. But we were thankful for the thing, you know, and um, mm -hmm. we might not even give a thought yeah. to the kindness that the person did or the sacrifice or what they put into it. And so, you know, like a kid delights in getting the gift, but he's still ungrateful maybe in his heart because the delight is not directed towards the giver. And so I think true gratitude is more than delighting in the gift. It's a feeling of happiness and contentment or gratitude directed toward the person for giving you something good. And often it's yeah. grace because it's not merited. In other words, you didn't right. earn it. Most, most things we're grateful for we didn't earn. Well, look at Halloween. How many kids are going to go home as we're recording this? How many kids are going to go home tonight and be upset because little brother or little sister right got more they're Kit not Kats. grateful to the neighbors and for the whole system and for their parents for doing it in ways that are safe and all that you know and so gratitudes is a feeling you have about the giver because of the giving of what they've given to you or something they've done for you and like i said often that's grace right in other words we didn't like earn it. it like kids going around with halloween you know last week or, or whatever they're yep. not they didn't earn that. It's grace, really. Like, hey, here's a, you know, it's like the old Seinfeld thing. Like when you first hear about Halloween as a kid, it's like, who's giving out candy? Everyone we know is <laughs> giving out candy. How do I get in on this deal? Right. And so I just wanted to kind of frame that, that true gratitude <laughs> isn't just being expressing thank you for the gift or whatever. That's like, you know, that's expressing thanks or a courtesy, but true gratitude is a heart feeling towards the giver. 
And I think that's key. So why do you think it's important to daily, regularly yeah. practice gratefulness and gratitude in this way? Well, number one is for those of us who who seek to follow Jesus, then it's expected of us, right? It and it's not an expectation because uh, our Abba is uh, demanding things of us. It's an expectation so that uh, because our Abba knows what's best for us, and that when we practice gratitude, we we don't perfect gratitude. When we practice gratitude, we have an opportunity to lead um, a, a reasonably happy life, uh, despite the broken world around us. Hmm. And and I think, like in light of this understanding of gratitude being for the giver towards the giver, not just the gift, to practice gratitude in connection to the gospel. Right. And and that amazing grace and all the things that the gospel speaks into, not just like, hey, I get to yep. go to heaven uh, yep. someday and avoid hell, but like all the things that the gospel is transformed in our life and is transforming and how it speaks into our identity to practice that gratitude is to really is to wrap ourselves up in the gospel, I think. And that's the whole point of the Sermon on the Mount, because the Sermon on the Mount talks about the importance of and the joy of living life today and how to do it imperfectly. Mm. Wow. And, and that is heaven. You know, it, 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 we have an opportunity to, as my friend Ed Saucier says, life is meant to be enjoyed even when it must be endured. And I thought that was the second dumbest thing I ever heard until I started to experience it in my life. Well, and I think Scripture speaks into this not only in the, like, you know, what a great reference sermon on the Mount that kind of rewires that in my head a little bit, but it speaks into it in all kinds of ways. I think it's in there, but there's such a, there's such a do to be sort of mentality. And we've talked about this, you and I, and I, we talk about on the show probably every week, almost this idea that, yep. you know, what we do equals who yep. we are or what someone's done equals their value in my eyes and all that. And it's just, but scripture has spoken to this idea of giving thanks and gratefulness and, and all that it's connected to all along. Hold on. So a couple of my favorite verses the, the Paul wrote, um, Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And then Philippians 4, 6, and 7, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God Mm. which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Dude! Wow. So for everyone listening who goes like, I don't know that I'm living with great peace right now. I feel like I live with stress and worry and, you know, fill in the blank, right? So there's, there's, a, there's a connection here to, are you rehearsing gospel gratefulness or the graces in your life? Because it's going to guard your heart. Oh, it's beautiful, right? And check this out, dude. There, there's another reason gratitude is important. Caesar, the science of gratitude shows that when we are grateful, fear's out the door. Mm, yeah, right? Wow. The science of gratitude strengthens our relationships with others. It manages our anxiety, depression, and fear. That doesn't mean that we can throw out the meds if we have a... a a significant issue with depression or another form of mental illness that that doesn't necessarily mean that right. 
but it means that that gratitude helps us manage anxiety, depression, and fear through body chemistry. Wow. I think it actually displaces new, it. Yeah. Wow. Yes, exactly. That it, and, and it, it creates new neural pathways in our brains and gratitude helps me manage my chronic illness. For me, it's asthma and the same for just about any wow. other chronic illness. That's powerful. So it, th- this is, you know, this is science stuff. And then you look back up here at the, these two scriptures and they go together. Yeah, no kidding. And I got, I got, I got to camp on that just a little bit more. I think, you know, we're talking about those, those are words from Paul and, you know, think about Paul had some pretty, pretty heavy earthly reasons to complain. Right? You know what I mean? He, he, a <laughs> yeah. couple of times he lists off all the stuff he's been through, you know, shipwrecks and beatings yep. and, you know, imprisonment and starving and cold and lack and anyway, but Paul is constantly giving thanks to God and not just for like when he's got food or health or safety, those, those, those are all good things worth remembering and being grateful for, but for sort of triumphs in the gospel. I mean, just like real quick, I'm just going to kind of blaze through a few things that we see throughout Paul's letters and notice the kinds of things he's giving thanks for. So like we see, he gives thanks for, for others, faith in the Lord. We see that in Romans and Ephesians and Colossians, mm. first and second Thessalonians, Philemon. In those books, those letters, that's like rolling off his lips. A gratitude for great uh, for the faith that others have. Why is that? Because Scripture teaches that faith is a gift. It's granted by God Himself, right? We see we see He gives thanks mm. for the love of the yep. saints in Ephesians, Colossians, first and second Thessalonians. Again, Philemon, He gives thanks uh, for their steadfastness especially during trials, like when things are going bad for them. Wow, they were so, you know, for spiritual gifts, for those who partner in the gospel with him. In Philippians, we see that. Or those who gave thanks for their own, like, past and their mutual affection that they have. So all these things are connected back to faith and the process of living Mm. out the gospel and receiving grace and extending grace. I love it. And and that's that, I mean, that goes on and on and on. And mm. it's quite a list, especially when I consider the things that I'm usually thankful for, like my family or a house. Like like when I first started working on a gratitude journal with you, you know, first things that come to mind. And for most people, like, you know, we go around the table. Thanksgiving's coming up here. We go around the table and it's like, hey, what are you thankful for? We're just going to say stuff like, well, my family or my spouse or my kids or my house or really thankful for my job this year or good health or this holiday together. And those are all gifts from God too. And there's, there's no problem and, or shame in thanking God for those things. But, (laughs) but what if we took it further? What if we took it further and we took time to be thankful for all the ways the gospels transformed our life or others' lives? Then it all flows back to God. So even though I might be grateful that this person's helping me in this way, I'm grateful that God has led them to and extended grace to them. And now they're sharing that grace. So God gets the glory. I get the peace. You know, it's way deeper than just, hey, thanks for a hand. I really appreciate that. Let me know if I can help you. I mean, those are good things. That's nice. That's how, you know, life works and social. Mm. But boy, when we understand gratitude this way, it's way bigger and deeper, hey? And you know, yeah. And and here's the funny thing about gratitude is that um, based on your experience and with mine, you know, sometimes you don't actually start feeling that gratitude until you've you've actually practiced yep. it on a regular basis. Like for me, it yeah. was a success rate of forty percent, right? But it started to change me 
And so it's okay if we're not feeling it at the table. Maybe, maybe we're mad at the person across the table from us. Maybe they've hurt our feelings or we've hurt theirs. And it's hard to be grateful for them in the moment. But the expression of it is, is sometimes enough, right? Because that leads us to the gospel and grace and yeah, mercy. Yeah, it, it really is. And I and I, I want to encourage people, especially like those who go like, well, oh, I hate journaling or whatever, all that. Like, that's why we're trying to re- rewire this. This is really an exercise in deepening our understanding and our grasp and our experience of grace and the gospel in our lives. It really can be. It really can be much deeper than just, hey, go around the table and say something yep. you're thankful for. Like, hey, thanks yep. for helping me load the dishwasher. That was killer. Well, that's great. It's nothing wrong with it. But it can be yep. it can be so much deeper than that. Hey, so I wanna I wanna give our listeners a way to start practicing gratefulness and gratitude in their lives. And and hopefully in a way that becomes sticky, meaning it can become a lifelong practice, something they keep going with, even if it's not a hundred percent, it's every single day, but it becomes a rhythm in their life. And I know you've got some tools and even like a 30 day gratitude challenge going on and some resources to help people get started with that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Cause I, I, I'm definitely going to want to push those into the lives of our, our families and friends here. Absolutely. And, 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 Originally, the course was designed to start November first and to finish thirty days. But we're gonna we're gonna adapt and and go so that anybody who starts the the the, the challenge in November will have an opportunity to finish a thirty day challenge. So, in other words, if somebody wants to 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 join in the middle of November, that thirty day challenge extends. So, we're gonna do some Facebook Live pieces. Uh, I've got a community set up uh, because sometimes. If we're struggling emotionally and we only find one thing to be grateful for, it's easy to give up. And so I think community gratitude is important. So we're going to, we've got a safe community set up. Um, I completely agree. But sometimes hearing hearing others' gratefulness, even in, in our relationship as friends, brother and sister, we the things we talk about, someone's like, oh man, I'm grateful for that too, but I haven't been grateful for it, but I want to, I am, you know? And so this, this is, I didn't realize it was this whole, wow, you've got a whole thing and online and some stuff. So uh, there again, the, regardless of when you get in, if you, if you choose to, and I want to encourage you try this out, check, this isn't going to like, you don't have to take off a of work to do it. It's not going to, you know, you'll still get to catch up on this is us or whatever you're watching. It'll be fine. But, but, um, even if you just get started, wouldn't it be great if it started changing your heart before Thanksgiving a little bit and into into the rest of the holidays? I know that for a lot of people, the hardest time of the year to feel grateful and express gratitude is during the holidays because it, uh, the way our families have been, imperfect as they are, all of them, it's sometimes there's these roadblocks to feeling gratitude. And wouldn't it be amazing if, if a practice like this and then thinking about it in light of being grateful for the, not just the gift or the thing or whatever, but for the person behind it. And then ultimately God, who is the source of all grace, wouldn't it be amazing if hard heartedness or like roadblocks with family members or just uncomfortableness, like I don't want to be around them, that the spirit of God changed our hearts this year before the holidays. Wouldn't that be amazing? So that ultimately our gratitude flowed from him back to us, us to him. And those people end up becoming recipients of our gratitude, which is also 
an act of his grace. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's that's what we're hoping will happen. We're only going to check in via email a couple of times a week, but we'll have the opportunity for people to kind of weigh in. Perfection is, in fact, uh, not only not expected, it's not allowed, you know. So the the idea is to be a low-time commitment, high-impact, and, and it's really easy to join. So here's how... Here's how you can sign up for Tracy's whole gratitude process and this challenge and get walked with and get some resources to download. Um, if you'll if you'll just go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash gratitude, that'll take you right to just a little, you know, you got to give, give her your name and email address and she'll send you all the stuff and that'll get you started. And I need little reminders along the way and some help. And then, you know, if you can make some of the Facebook things as well, that's just going to be a greater encouragement and help you deepen this process of growing in gratitude. So again, it's one, two, three lifeschool.com forward slash gratitude. And that'll take you right to her world where you can get all set up for that. Man, what a wonderful conversation on, on gratitude and how it's so much bigger than I've heard so many stories on, you know, thankfulness and messages and even gratitude and be more grateful. Make a list of all the things you're grateful for. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But this is deeper. the way she connects to the gospel and and identity. What a beautiful love it. Yeah. So appreciate it. So, you know, and, and, and again, just to underscore this is if you want to get in on her 30 day sort of gratitude challenge, kind of go through the thing I did, but I mean, it's so much bigger this year. She's online live and helping people. I mean, she's so into this stuff <laughs> um, and it's free. I mean, she just, this is her heart. You can go to one, two, three lifeschool.com forward slash gratitude. Cool. And that'll take you to a little registration page for her. Awesome. But, uh, anyway. Hey, we're going to keep giving more free stuff away. Let's get to the big three, Yeah, right? Which is a printable PDF of this week's big three takeaways. If nothing else, the things we want you to leave with today. Oh, it was hard to distill this, brother. <laughs> I bet, It's yeah. hard to take that conversation and go like, don't miss these three. Yeah, yeah. You're like, let's take it all. But here we go. You get them as a download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what, what did you distill out of this, the top okay. three? Uh, and I'm kind of trying to follow head, heart, hands, like we often do, yep. you know, with these, right? So the first one, uh, don't miss this. Expressing gratitude actually changes us physically. Hmm. According to UCLA's Mindfulness Awareness Research Center, big big term there, wow. regularly expressing gratitude literally changes molecular structures of our brains. Isn't hmm. that crazy? Keeps the gray matter functioning and makes us healthier and happier. And so when we express gratitude, real gratitude and receive the same as yeah. people express to us, our brain releases dopamine and serotonins. And those are crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions. So we actually feel better and we're changed by it. So hmm. it's crazy. God's made us this way, but it's not just like, oh, a warm fuzzy. It's true. Yep. So it changes us. Okay. Okay. Second thing, gratitude's more than delighting in a gift. Right? Stuff. So don't miss that. It's, hmm. it's a feeling of happiness directed towards a person for giving you something good. And so God in Christ has given us all the most amazing and precious gifts in the world that we'll ever receive. And Jesus gave us his own life that we may be forgiven and set free. That's huge. So let's not just be grateful for that gift, but remember we get to express our gratitude for and to the giver of such Mm -hmm. grace. How grateful on a daily basis are you for Jesus the giver of such gifts. Are we are we expressing that? That's or do good. we take our salvation for granted in the great cost it was? Hmm. So we're not just thankful for the gift, like salvation, great, I get to go to heaven, but f- for the giver. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Okay, and the third one, uh, creating a habit of expressing gratitude will change your life and those around you. It really does. Hmm. So make a list of the people that you're grateful for and move beyond just being grateful for the stuff you have or that they've given you or provided in your life and move into gospel gratefulness. Hmm. Seek to be grateful for the person 
and how God has or is using them in your life today in ways that they're showing you what he's like, right? Mm -hmm. Be grateful for them for that. And I, I want, just want to remind you again, sign up for Tracy's gratitude resources yeah. and her challenge. So even if you don't want to do the challenge, get, get all the guide and all that stuff from her and let her guide you into new rhythms of gratitude that'll draw your heart closer to God and to those you love. That's right. Yep. And again, you, you, can, get, you can sign up for that. Just go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash gratitude. And if you want to sign up for my workshop, right, for the Gospel and Everyday Life, got two things here. Yep. Also free, go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash workshop. All right, so there you go. Nice and easy. Two workshops, and then again, if you want the big three as a downloadable PDF, you can get that by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. If you have not yet joined our Facebook group uh, and you want to see me in a Plague Doctor costume or you want to see when we're recording. <laughs> I'm grateful and... for you for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the photos. Yeah. You can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook, and that'll take you right to the Facebook group where Caesar or I will ap- approve you to uh, to the family and you get to start commenting and having discussion off these shows. It's that really sounds like we're time. like gating this, but that's just how Facebook groups work. Yeah. You got to like go join group and then we have to go. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, knuckleheads. So yeah, join in one two three lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook. We'll get you in there. Hey, next week we're going to talk about how to live on mission when your spouse is not interested. Yeah, tough sledding yeah. can be, and there's it's not a one size fits all kind of thing. Sure, but we're going to give uh, we're going to kind of frame all that and get our hearts right. But then we're going to look at like okay, some practical steps. Yeah, really actually, actually connect what those you dots. can do yeah. to get started. Yep. Cool. So join us for that. That'll be out next Monday. Thanks for being with us today. If you want more information on this show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.